0: reaction of faith has anybody ever had a knee-jerk reaction knee-jerk reaction sometimes things you know just happen real quick Uh, I do remember um, brother-in-law that was in a car the wife was in the driver's seat and they pulled up close to the house and he just reached in and grabbed her knee and it was a knee-jerk reaction she pushed down on the accelerator and ran into the house (laughs) Um, that was actually Chuck (laughs) and so she pushed down on the accelerator and the car just ran right into the side of the house so a lot of times we have these knee jerk reactions these things that happen quickly but I I know that faith needs to be I mean I, I don't want to put it lightly as just a knee jerk reaction but I know that faith needs to be something we don't just sit and try to Rationalize and reason out before we step forth in works of faith faith and works go together um, there, there was a um, just a little story here there was a young boy that was on an errand for his mother and he went to the he went to the store this was years ago many years ago went to the store and he had just bought a dozen eggs for his mother to take back to the house and as he was walking out of the store he tripped over the threshold of the store and dropped the sack and of course you know what happened from there the the eggs broke and the sidewalk was just a mess of all of these eggs all over the place and the boy got up and he tried to not cry he tried to be strong but he knew that he was going to be disappointed in his mother they couldn't afford a whole lot but uh, they were all broke There's nothing to salvage. And a few people gathered around that were walking down the sidewalk. They saw it all happen before them and and they stopped to talk to him and see if he was okay and um, to tell him how sorry that they were that he had dropped these eggs and just spilled them all over the sidewalk. But in the midst of this sorrow, in the midst of the works of pity, one man stopped and in this sorrow for him he handed him a quarter and uh, then he turned to the group the man turned to the group and said I care 25 cents worth how much do the rest of you care if you really have pity and sorrow for him we can have pity and sorrow but not do anything about it so he said I care 25 cents worth how much do you care and in James 2 and 16 points out that words don't mean much if we have the ability to do more but we don't do it we can have faith we can have faith to do a lot of things in God but yet if we don't react to it and if we don't um, put works to that what good is it? we can have faith we can have faith in the pew but yet not surrender to God whether it's the altar or in the pew or wherever uh, we could have faith that God can give us a miracle but we don't react to it we don't respond to it faith without works is dead so there needs to be a reaction a reaction in this faith um, As we and I've talked a little bit about some of these things before but I feel like it's something that we need to really stop and evaluate and look at our faith sometimes we are people that reason things out you know the process of reason is the process of thinking about something in a logical way in order to form a conclusion or a judgment and then sometimes we also rationalize certain things we rationalize that um you know, to think about or describe something such as maybe even bad behavior in a way that explains it and makes it seem proper and more attractive. We could look at things and have faith in it. We could reason it out and, and think about something in a logical way in order to form a conclusion or a judgment. But sometimes we stop in that reasoning stage and don't react and don't put action to our faith and faith you have to understand that faith is, is is like something well let me put it the spirit of the lord when it begins to move in a church service it is important for us to react upon that that faith in the moving of the spirit of god to bring forth a miracle that's the reason why ministers will say uh you know in the moment where the spirit's moving and faith is rising it's important for us to react at that time i know brother smith has even talked about that before too when the spirit's moving and 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 god is speaking uh, it's important for us to react at that time not wait till after the church service and then say can i can you pray for me because it's almost like You know, the spirit is a symbol of a dove. Sometimes it comes and then it just kind of lifts. It's important to react at that time, but we can sit and reason things out and we can also rationalize certain things to the point where we lose out on our miracle. Rationalize, again, is to think about or describe something such as maybe even bad behavior in a way that explains it and makes it seem proper, more attractive, et cetera, et cetera. We could even rationalize in our mind that, that certain sins are okay and God will be okay with it. We can rationalize that out in our mind. We can preach to ourselves in our own mind saying or, or uh, the temptation of it, uh, you know, maybe we have fought against it and it, and it begins to uh, have an effect on us to the point where we rationalize, well, that's not so bad. You know, you've heard people say, well, white lies and and other types of lies. Some lies are not so bad, they're okay. If it's a white lie, you ever heard a white lie? Lie's a lie, amen? <laughs> there's there's no degrees to lie. I mean, I, I know some lie could be worse than another as far as the effects of it, but it's still a lie. So we rationalize sometimes things in our mind, how the, it could even be a bad behavior but we rationalize it to the point where it seems to us to be something that's okay. It's important for us as a child of God to believe and trust the Word of God just as it is and not rationalize it to the point where we're... I think that's the reason why we have so many religions today. There's been so much rationalizing things to the point where there's so many things accepted in our world today that didn't used to be accepted but it's come to a point where they rationalize in their mind that it's okay now so there's another thought here allowing my mind to find reasons to excuse what my spirit knows is wrong allowing my mind to find reasons to excuse what my spirit knows is wrong there's times that we rationalize it in our mind but our spirit says that's not right We need to listen to that conscience that we have. And if we keep putting it off, of course, the Bible does say that we could have a conscience that is seared, like seared with a hot iron scorched to the point where we don't have that sensitivity anymore. It's important for us to not rationalize it to the point where we continue to push the word of God aside and continue, and do it our own way we need to do it God's way but the same thing applies to faith faith when we hear a preaching of a word or the teaching of a word or even God speaks to us that he wants to do certain things for us it's important for us to react in that faith and not just put it off and delay Uh, some people in our in our character makeup or personality some people react quick and some people on certain things takes a while now i know in in my life there's a lot of things that uh, that I, if i'm getting ready to do something i do i think about it i pray about it i and there's nothing wrong with praying about it i feel by all means we need to pray about things and find the direction of the Lord but when it comes to a point where the spirit's moving at a certain time we can't just sit back and wait and rationalize of how everything is going to fall into place for that miracle to happen it's important for us to react to it react quickly to it now there's some things in life that i think about and i pray about and i and I and it takes a while. I look at and I weigh out all the, the pros and cons of everything. But when it comes down to the miracle of God and the moving of the Spirit, I try not to put it off. I try to react quickly. When the Spirit is moving, when the presence of God is moving, and that flow of the presence of God, uh, it, it's almost like we we could type it like the, the pull of Siloam pull of Salome. Is that right? Yes. Where. The stirring of the waters if they didn't get in the water quickly I mean it was the person who got in there first I I think we need to think about it that way we need to react to our faith and when things begin to move in the spirit for us to react that way now I know that uh, in the Bible in the book of Acts chapter 3 it says now Peter and John went up together into the temple at the hour of prayer being the ninth hour And a certain man, lame from his mother's womb, was carried, whom they laid daily at the gate of the temple, which is called beautiful, to ask alms of them that entered into the temple. Who, seeing Peter and John about to go into the temple, ask an alms, and Peter, fastening his eyes upon him with John, said, Look on us. And he gave heed unto them, expecting to receive something of them. Then Peter said, Silver and gold have I none, but such as I have... Give I thee in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, rise up and walk. And he took him by the right hand and lifted him up. And immediately his feet and ankle bones received strength. And he leaping up stood and walked and entered with them into the temple, walking and leaping and praising God. And all the people saw him walking and praising God. And they knew that it was he which sat for alms at the beautiful gate of the temple and they were filled with wonder and amazement at that which had happened unto him I know that Jesus walked into that temple and I know he this man had sat there every day I know Jesus evidently had walked past that man and didn't perform a miracle for him because the time was not right it's God's time God passed he passed by him he seen him there but he didn't heal him because his timing was not right it was god's timing he was going to do it at a certain time certain certain moment of time and it did happen the lame man had never walked before not only was he healed but god taught him how to walk that's how great of a miracle this thing was he he couldn't he was carried every day to the to the temple to beg alms of them and when god's timing was right the moving of the spirit was right there was a reaction to it he was expecting to receive something of them he thought he was going to get a few coins in a in a cup but he got more than he than he asked for that's really the way miracles are God gives us more than we ask for the lame man didn't stop and microanalyze everything don't raise your hand but how many micromanage everything trying to figure out if this is going to work and that's going to work. If this miracle is going to work, this has got to fall in place. That's going to fall in place. This has got to be here. That's got to be here. Everything's got to line up, the, the stars and the moon, and everything's got to line up for it to happen. Well, I don't know how God does it, but when the timing's right and the moving of the Spirit is right when, and we react to that faith, miracles happen. He didn't microanalyze how he was going to walk. He, w- he didn't microanalyze uh, if people would make fun of him if he couldn't walk or if he got up or how I'm going to make money now, no more alms, can't sit at the gate, can't sit at the temple, rattle my cup anymore because now they know that I can walk, I can work. I'm going to have to go to work now. What am I going to do? How am I going to get a job? I mean, there's a lot of things we can microanalyze these things and try to figure out how are these things going to work out no more easy life everyone has been waiting on me now I got to wait on myself no he just simply believed they reached down grabbed his hand pulled him up matter of fact the minister uh, the the apostle uh, Peter and John they were a part of this reaction of faith when they reached down and pulled him up and he got up and he walked and he was not just walking he was jumping and leaping and praising God and what a miracle that it was that day But you see, when faith uh, or when the spirit is moving and faith is rising, there is a reaction that needs to come forth instead of us waiting and trying to rationalize and reason things out. Just react to that and let God work a miracle. Sometimes people try to rationalize everything. We always have to be in control, don't we, (laughs) about a lot of things. That's one thing I, I do appreciate about my wife. Uh, I don't know where she got it, if she got it from her mom or her dad, but when, when it comes to faith, she reacts quick. <laughs> and I thank the Lord for that. Sometimes I'm thinking, that, you know, just like uh, uh, when uh, Timothy and Titus and Micah at any point needed a spanking. Of course, Micah never needed spankings. So <laughs> Timothy and Titus were on a regular schedule. But uh, when, if something was happening in the house, and I knew they needed a spanking, I was just thinking about you know I need to get up and I need to pull my belt off and I need to spank them. Sure, he had them spanked and ready to in the other room, and it was already taken care of. As I was just like getting up off the couch. But she's the same way in faith. When it comes to the moving of the spirit, she's quick to react and believe and trust God in this sometimes we've got to be in so control of everything we've got to rationalize and reason it out of how this has got to fit together sometimes we just need to forget about all that just throw it to the wind and just say God I believe and respond and, and reach out and find that miracle that we need there's needs in our lives today that um, we're still rationalizing about how God's going to have to put certain things in order it doesn't matter when God reacts and does these things and he begins to to perform the miracle it doesn't matter what has to fall into place God is perfect at putting it all together amen he knows what needs to be done Uh, people that want to come to to God don't don't a lot of times because they're continually rationalizing these things out Sometimes don't come, people don't come to the altar because they're thinking about all the things that they got to do to be able to give their life to the Lord. How am I going to deal with the changes of life? I've always loved, lived a life of sin. How am I going to be able to do this? I can't live without sin. I want to, but can't live without sin. That's what people reason and rationalize out in their minds and in their hearts. How's the family? How are they going to look at my life change? How's my friends going to deal with all of this change in my life. The job how am I going to deal with the type of career and how I used to live life lifestyle. They they rationalize these things. What, what will I have to give up to give my life to God? You know um, I, when I came to the Lord I i didn't even think about those things the preaching of the word. I was talking to my pastor the other day and we were talking about that time when, when my family went to church and and he he preached the word and I mean it was like I, I i walked in, I didn't I wasn't even expecting all this stuff to happen, but uh it was a Sunday morning uh in service in the month of February of nineteen seventy seven and it was a powerful move of God in that service. The Spirit of the Lord was moving in a powerful way. And if I had just rationalized it and reasoned it out and waited and tried to figure all this stuff, I probably wouldn't have received the Holy Ghost. But it just came upon me. People came back, started praying with me, and the people of that church were a part of my reaction. I I personally needed someone to help me find it. I needed somebody to help grab my hand and lead me to it. It was on the third pew from the back and I received the Holy Ghost there in the pew as they were praying with me and it overwhelmed me there was no time to sit and rationalize all these little degrees of what I have to do to get it it just happened and my faith reacted quickly and uh, I received more than what I thought I would receive I received so much more there's nothing to compare with the benefits of God's will in our life of what God will give us you know in life we understand that people get accustomed to sin they learn to live with it but what God gives us is so much greater than anything that the world could ever give us There's a lot of people that get caught away in, in, a, in a drunken stupor but you know that hangover comes and then it's all miserable again but with God you can get drunk in the spirit and you can walk in drunkenness of the spirit power walking in the Holy Ghost and feel the power and glory of God there's nothing like it instead of trying to get a high on drugs you feel high every day all day long in the spirit of God when you're walking in the spirit but if we had rationalized that I think that's part of the delay of people not receiving the Holy Ghost or receiving their miracle church it's important for us to be a part of that reaction sometimes people want to do it but they're afraid to do it I know how I was I was. I thought these people were crazy I've been around it all my life but I still thought they were crazy and now I'm one of them but I needed somebody to help me to react to that because I didn't understand it all and that is important as a body of Christ we need to be there to encourage them not not pressuring people I'm not saying that at all but to be sensitive to the Lord enough to be able to know when it's time when it's we're ready and to speak into their life and minister to them and pray with them everybody's going to accept prayer everybody is okay with prayer but when you begin to pray and the spirit starts moving things begin to happen God begins to do some powerful things and that's the purpose of the body of Christ to help in that reaction time but also we as children of God need to react to that moving of the spirit and react to the power of faith in Matthew 16 verse 5 through 10 it says and when his disciples were come to the other side they had forgotten to take bread then Jesus said unto them take heed and beware of the leaven of the Pharisees and the Sadducees and verse 7 says and then the disciples they reasoned among themselves saying it is because we have taken no bread reason why he's saying this Which when Jesus perceived, he said unto them, O ye of little faith, why reason ye among yourselves? Because ye have brought no bread. Do ye not yet understand, neither remember the five loaves of the five thousand and how many baskets ye took up? Neither the seven loaves of the four thousand and how many baskets you took up? Even though you didn't bring bread, why sit here reasoning it out? how God's going to work this thing out just remember the feeding of the thousands with just a few loaves and a few fishes That's what we need to think about. There needs to be a reaction of faith. It needs to, you know, with the body of Christ, when the the Spirit's moving, we need to react quickly. We've seen so many miracles here. We've seen so many powerful things here. We've got so many testimonies of what God has done. And thank God for your son. That's another testimony of the power of God. We have seen these things. We've experienced these things. And it's important for us as a church body to not sit back and wait for these things to happen let's just react to the power of faith and the moving of the spirit and let God when he's stirring the the pool when he's stirring the water for it to happen jump in with both feet jump in you can only you can also reason yourself out of the will of god with your own will and wants we can reason ourselves out of the will of god and we can call it stepping out by faith it's important for us not be deceived in ourselves this type of thinking always comes with having to backtrack to get things right again people do hold back from the greatest blessings because they micromanage and reason and rationalize it to death at times where it's important for us as a church body to just when the moving the spirit's moving and faith is rising when the spirit's moving our faith does rise react to it step into the realm of faith with both feet with your mind your heart your soul with everything just jump in and let God do what he wants to do. There's a miracle for us. Uh, salvation will be the greatest thing that we've ever experienced in our life, and we have experienced it as the body of Christ. We've repented of our sins. We've been baptized in the name of Jesus. We've received the Holy Ghost. We've spoken another tongue, and what a powerful experience that it is. We reacted to the to the preaching of the word and the moving of the spirit and that's the reason why we receive the things that we've received but there are miracles that God wants to continue to pour out but a lot of times we walk away disappointed discouraged because we were rationalizing it and waiting and not reacting and not jumping in when the moving of the spirit was moving in that place of that service in the book of Mark chapter chapter 5 it talks about a woman with the issue of blood and let me ask the question what if she had reasoned these things out and what if she had rationalized certain things and micromanaged her feelings about all of this it says and jesus went with him and much people followed him and thronged him and a certain woman which had an issue of blood 12 years and had suffered many things of many physicians and had spent all that she had and was nothing bettered but rather grew worse. I think what was happening here, the reason why she was quick to respond is because she was sick and tired of what she had been through. She was so ready for a change, so ready for things to, to go the right way that she... When Jesus came by, she responded quickly and she reacted to it. She didn't stop and think about all of the things that have to line up with the planets and the stars. She didn't probably know anything about all of that anyway other than looking up there in the nighttime. But she didn't wait for everything to line up just perfect for it to happen. She just reacted because she was so ready for a change. She was so ready for things to work in the right way because she had been hurt by physicians. She had spent all of her money. It was 12 long years with this problem she had. And the Bible says in verse 27, when she had heard of Jesus. When she had heard of Jesus. When we think about that, we've got to think about when the presence of God moves within this church body, when the Holy Ghost begins to move within a service, when we know that God is moving here, it's time for us to just perk up and react to it. That's where we, when we're praising and worshiping God and His Spirit's moving in this place, it's important for us to stick our antennas up to the Lord and just reach out and feel after Him. Get all you can from Him. Don't wait for things to have to line up a certain way. Just react to it. Give all of your voice to Him. Get all your heart to Him. Give all your mind to Him, your soul to Him. Praise him with all of your heart. I guarantee you're going to find a miracle in the midst of his spirit because in his presence, that's where miracles are. When she had heard of Jesus, came in the press behind and touched his garment. For she said, if I may touch his clothes, I shall be whole because I am fed up with this. I'm hungry for a miracle. I'm longing for a miracle. And the Bible says when she did that, when she reacted to the Lord, she knew he was there. His presence was there, and she reacted to it. Verse 29 says, And straightway the fountain of her blood was dried up, and she felt in her body that she was healed of that plague. And Jesus, immediately knowing in himself that virtue had gone out of him, turned him about in the press and said, Who touched my clothes? and his disciples said unto him thou seest the multitude thronging thee and sayest thou who touched me and he looked round about to see her that had done this thing but the woman fearing and trembling knowing what was done in her came and fell down before him and told him all the truth and he said unto her daughter thy faith hath made thee whole go in peace and be whole of thy plague she didn't rationalize it out she didn't reason it out if she had done that she would have lost out on her miracle I have prayed for people I've laid hands upon people and I've prayed for them and I have felt virtue flow out of me and I knew that they were healed my great-grandmother, a, pro, a lot of this, of course, came through the times when many times she was, she was sick. She was a woman of faith. She, when she passed away from this earth, she was speaking in tongues, talking to God. The glory of God was in that hospital room. The power of God was there. I remember hearing her many times, singing and praying and talking to God, reading the word of God, speaking the word of God. Woman of faith, trusting in the Lord. But she had a, an ailment. She had a heart problem and um, every now and then it would just kind of give her a little attack and she would need help so she would call on me come and pray for her this is when I first started living for God I remember those little prayer meetings we had in her, in her house she would sit in her she had a uh, real nice uh, rocking chair that she would sit in uh, by the door and I always remember just laying my hands she said please lay your hands on my head pray for me and I remember praying for her and feeling something a virtue flow out of me and then I I knew she was healed the Lord had touched her for that time why God didn't take it all away I don't know but she was a woman of faith but I felt that virtue flow out of me and then she would just calm down that pain would just leave power of God would touch her maybe a week later thing would hit her again She'd ask me to come and pray. We'd have these prayer meetings. I'd lay my hands on her and I'd pray for her, and I felt this virtue just flow out of me. I knew she was healed. There's other people that I've felt that. There, are, there have been people that I have prayed for that I felt no virtue and no faith. Believe it or not, you can feel that when you're praying, when the Spirit's moving. And I felt no faith, and I seen no miracle because they were rationalizing these things and trying to figure out how this has got to work out and that's got to work out, where if they had just reacted to that faith. You know, when you walk in faith and you see enough miracles and the miraculous in God and the supernatural, you know, as a church body, we just get to a point where we just react to it. We know what God's going to do. We know what he can do. We know what his power can do. He could can take cancer away. It can be dissolved just like that. We can feel the power, but God wants to work that through the children of the Lord when you pray for people uh, it might not happen the same way for you but when you pray for people there is a power that begins to move in people's lives as they react to that faith and you react to that faith this woman that, was at, that received her miracle that day she didn't, she didn't reason it all out of all the obstacles that were in her way she didn't think about the crowd she just pushed through the crowd whether she crawled on her feet or, or, I mean, on her hands and knees to get to Jesus, she worked her way through the crowd. She didn't let the crowd be an obstacle. She didn't reason it out how she's got to go around the crowd and on this other side and get in. She just began to push her way through. Uh, She didn't uh, uh, think about at that time all the many doctors, although she was tired of what she had been through, uh, or how do I expect for one Uh, one from Galilee to help me. She didn't have any more money. She didn't let that stop her. She didn't think about the sickness that she had 12 years and let it stop her and reason that out. All these things did attribute to the fact that she was so sick of it and she was tired of it that she was ready to give all of that up. I've got to have a miracle. And when you're ready to have a miracle, you know what you're going to do? You're going to react to it. I've got to have it. I gotta have it now I can't wait till next week next month next year I gotta have it now but she didn't reason all these things out she just had faith she reacted to it she had heard the miracles of, of Jesus. She knew he was there. His presence was there. Can you see the similarities here about the church service and the moving of the Spirit of God? When God comes near, we know he's here. Just start pressing through the crowd. Don't let the crowd stop you. Don't let people th- talk, talk, uh, change, which nobody's going to talk about it. Nobody, people are going to be happy that you're making your way to the Lord. Just react to that faith. Lift your hands. Lift your voice. Lift your heart. Make your way. Fall on the altar or whatever you gotta do to find God. I've gotta have my miracle. I'm tired of the 12 years of misery. I'm tired of spending all my money. I'm tired of the doctors putting me through all this pain and struggle. I've gotta have a miracle right now and react to it. She didn't even care what the crowd said, the mockings that might come forth or the anger of people saying, hey, stand in line. You you gotta stand in line. She didn't care. She reacted to her faith. She wouldn't have found her healing if she had rationalized all these things out in her mind. She would still be sitting on the street somewhere and Jesus would have went on his way and not received a miracle. In the book of Mark, chapter 2, and again, he entered into Capernaum after some days and it was noise that he was in the house. And straightway, many were gathered together insomuch that there was no room to receive him, them. No, not so much as about the door and and talking about Jesus Jesus was in the house and he preached the word unto them and then the Bible says verse 3 and they came and they come unto him coming to Jesus they had a friend bringing one sick of palsy which was born of four they were carrying him from four sides on that bed their friend had a great need he couldn't get into the house himself he had some people to help him They were going to react in their faith. And when they could not come nigh unto him for the press, there were so many people in that house. Jesus was in the middle of the house. He was the miracle worker. They were were trying to get in, and there was a crowd that was going to keep them out. They could have rationalized this thing out. Well, let's just wait till later. Let's put it off, and let's wait till Jesus walks out the door. No, they needed a miracle now. You ever felt that way? I need a miracle now. When they could not come nigh unto him for the press, because of the crowd, they uncovered the roof where he was, and when they had broken it up, they let down the bed wherein the sick of the palsy lay. When Jesus saw their faith, he said unto the sick of the palsy, Son, thy sins be forgiven thee they didn't wait now I know Jesus said thy sins be forgiven That's, that was the greatest miracle really for people's sins to be forgiven even greater than the blinded eyes open and the deaf ears unstopped and the lame getting up and walking is that our sins are forgiven <laughs> salvation is the greatest miracle someone being baptized in the name of Jesus Christ and that is still the way to be baptized it's the Bible way and for someone to receive the Holy Ghost and speak in other tongues as the Spirit gives the utterance is a greater miracle than the blinded eyes opened. Deaf ears unstopped, lame getting up and walking, demons being cast out. Of course, you receive the Holy Ghost, demons are going to be cast out. But his sins were forgiven. They needed a miracle. They received the best miracle first. but there were certain of the scribes sitting there and reasoning in their hearts why doth this man thus speak blasphemies who can forgive sins but God only they didn't realize that he was God in flesh and immediately when Jesus perceived in his spirit that they so reasoned within themselves he said unto them why reason ye these things in your hearts you know Here here were some scribes that were very well trained and learned in the word. And that's a good thing to be learned in the word but when you get to the point where you think you're you, you have arrived and everybody else needs to bow down to you like scribes might think that they've got all of it figured out and they don't need anybody to tell them how it is and they began to reason within their own mind and heart they didn't react to faith otherwise they would have said we rejoice in this fact they didn't understand of course i'm sure but when jesus perceived in his spirit that they so reasoned within themselves he said unto them why reason ye these things in your hearts Whether it is easier to say to the sick of the palsy, Thy sins be forgiven thee, or to say, Arise and take up thy bed and walk. But that ye may know the Son of Man hath power on earth to forgive sins, he saith to the sick of palsy, I say unto thee, Arise and take up thy bed and go thy way into thine house. Verse 12, And immediately he arose, took up the bed, and went forth before them all insomuch that they were all amazed and glorified God saying we never saw it on this fashion the Lord knew what he was doing (laughs) he knew what he was doing and he told them to get up and walk and he did immediately he rose took up the bed and went forth before them all they were amazed never seen it in this fashion before but you see I look at it as the man on the of the palsy that needed a miracle and I look at the four that bore him on the bed like the church. Sometimes we have to react in faith for the miracle for somebody else. And that's what happened in my life and I'm sure it's happened in your life also. That sometimes the church... We don't need to sit and rationalize and think in this situation about tearing up a man's roof. (laughs) Thinking about what the man's going to say when you tear up his roof. We need a miracle and we need a miracle now. We'll fix the roof later. It doesn't matter. We're going to see a miracle now. They didn't rationalize it, they didn't try to think of what people were going to say, they didn't think about the man's roof. They didn't even think about the, 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 the particles of plaster and mud or whatever it was falling on the people's heads that were down below that were trying to listen to Jesus. They didn't think about the anger of the crowd. They didn't think about them yelling to stand in line. You know, that's how it is, stand in line. We're here first. We got it here before you. you. Just stand in line. Till it's your turn. No, they needed a miracle now, so they were reacting to their faith and the moving of the spirit god was there he was there and he was ready to perform a miracle jesus was there so they began to abandon their thinking of rationalizing uh, the which abandonment of thinking to give up to the control or influence of a person or a- agent to give up the, to the control and influence of faith is what we need to do we need to not think about things and just and not rationalize and reason these things out when the moving of the spirit is coming we need to react to it and we need to also as a church body there's times we need to react to it to the point where we're going to help someone else find their miracle don't reason away our miracle don't reason away someone else's miracle sometimes we got to run to this altar to find God in our miracle and when you're when you're at a point where you're tired of going through the pain the struggle sometimes we need to react to it in a point where we just run to this altar or make an altar where you're at it don't matter to God he could work a miracle believe it or not brother David he could work a miracle back on the back row but he can also work a miracle this altar He can work a miracle on the piano. He can work a miracle in these chairs over here. He can work a miracle up in the balcony. He can work a miracle. Those sound guys up there, he can work a miracle for them too. He can work a miracle anyway, anywhere. It's a matter of us reacting to the moving of the Spirit of God. And when God's Spirit's moving, don't sit back and wait React to it. Say, God, I've got to have it. I've got to have it now. I don't know. It doesn't matter how it's going to work out. It doesn't matter what is going to fall into place. You know all these things. You know what needs to fit together in the puzzle of my miracle. I'm just going to trust you in this, God. I'm going to react to it and believe you for it. I thank the Lord for uh, the times that Sister Nona Freeman have spoken into uh, this church. And also spoken into me and my wife's life at times and, and talked about how that, you know, sometimes you just got to, when you pray, God heard you. You just got to start praising Him for that miracle, start believing Him for it. React in faith to the moving of the Spirit of God. When you obey the Word of God and you pray and seek God, He heard it. We need to react in faith. We need to talk faith. We need to live faith. We need to believe faith. We need to breathe faith. We need to get up with faith. We need to go to bed with faith. We, God's not failed us. God has always been there for us and we've got miracles after miracles after miracle testimonies in this house of what God has done for this church in our lives and our families. Thank God for that. Don't rationalize your miracle away or reason it away. React to it. When the altar is open, react to the altar. Really, the altar service, the reason why we have altar services every service is because we need to react to the word that has been preached to us or been taught to us. And we need to react to that in faith and take a stand for God and say, God, I believe this word. This is my word. I stand upon it. I claim it in Jesus' name. And we are a people of faith and we do trust in God react to that faith respond to that faith and the moving of the spirit God's got a miracle for us God's got a miracle for this church God's got a miracle miracles after miracles we talked about it Sunday brother. the airs and, and in the preaching God's ready to pour it out revival move of god miracle supernatural i believe in this hour we need to see more supernatural things in action i think sometimes we reason those miracles away don't reason it away don't rationalize it away get involved in it get a hold of it every time we walk into the house of god god i'm opening myself up i want to receive what you have for me Today, I, I, I don't think it's a selfish thing. We're, we're children of God, and God is our Heavenly Father, and He wants to give to His children the blessings that He has in His arms. It's all ready. It's all ready to go. And all that rationally. He's already got it all worked out. Don't worry about it. He's got it worked out. He's got all these things taken care of. He's got every, every detail worked out. He is a God that knows everything from the beginning to the end. He's got it all worked out and he's a great God and you are a great people and you've got great faith you have great faith every one of you there's more miracles in this end time that God is wanting to pour out don't reason it away react to it hey Amen. let's stand And I'd like for us to lift our hands. If you really believe the word of God, if you really believe it, lift your hands and just thank God for that miracle that you've been praying for maybe just a few days or maybe for a long time. Just lift your hands and start thanking God for that miracle. God, I'm reacting in faith. I'm praising you, God, for the miracle that I'm asking you for. I'm worshiping you, God, for that. Lord, you are a God that's got it all figured out for me. You, you understand my needs before I even ask, God. And I put my faith in you and I put my trust in you, God. I'm praising you for that miracle for our families and for our